0: So, this one is going to be based on my first fight ever. So, I made friends with this girl. Her name was Jill. And we were really, really good friends. I slept over her house multiple times. <clears throat> um, she just had these neighbors that just didn't like me. And I... Never understood why, but they were friends with her. Maybe they thought I was taking their friend. I don't know. (sighs) So she set me up and you guys know like how in my other segments I say, like, I always forgive that person and stuff like that. And unfortunately, when even though she set me up, I still talk to her years later. I mean, I'm sure she realizes what she's done. Um... Her, her cousin was, uh, one of the first to, um, not, uh, I hate just saying the word fingering. Um, and he was from Philadelphia. He overdosed years later, but so, yeah, <clears throat> so we, we did a lot together um, me and her always hung out. Well, um, like I said, she set me up one day. My grandmom always took me to her house. She dropped me off and we were at this playground. Me and her had, um, Jill gave me a best friend necklace and it was for me and her. Um, Back in a day, like, every person's house you had ever go to, we would have a door or a wall. You would just sign on. I had different friends. We would sign on doors. Um, people would sign on my door, and we had... I had pictures all over one whole wall. You couldn't even see my wall color. Well, she had white walls, and everybody would just write all over the walls. Talk shit, everything. <clears throat> um... So we went to this playground. It was right down the street from her house. And this girl comes up. And I just knew she didn't like me. But I'm like, can't act scared. I just never fought. My mom, my grandma, nobody ever taught me how to fight. Nobody ever taught me how to prepare or anything like that. Um, Later on in my years, I had to learn... um, through myself, believe it or not. I just never had anybody to show me. Um, so we're at this playground. The girl comes up. And she's just, you know, I'm talking shit. And I, I can't really remember, but she was just talking shit. And I'm like, no, I never said that. And, you know, she's like, oh, what are you going to do about it? I guess she was just trying to get me to hit her first. So I just got up and I walked away. I walked trying to go back to my friend's house. And she kind of pulled me and I'm trying, and I'm, I'm not even lying. I, I was scared. And I banged on like maybe two people's doors to let me in their house. Nobody answered the door. I just, I didn't know what to do. I, I just didn't know. All I, all I felt that time was fear. I just didn't know. And it, it kind of traumatized me. Um, when I had conflicts with girls in the future, in, in school and stuff, I hid. I didn't do anything. Now today, um, I got thicker blood and thicker skin and I, I just, I learned my ways and I, I learned and if, if I have to, I'm going to throw my fucking hands down especially if you know anything happens to my kids my kids will learn you do not hit first and you don't bully somebody bullies you or hits you first you better fuck them up by all means but I was banging on doors nobody was answering um I got off this the second house and I remember her pulling on like my shirt or my hair I don't really remember and there was about six people around, and my friend Jill was standing right there. Well, the girl seen the necklace, and I think it was hers that Jill gave to her or Jill was going to give to her. She ripped it off my neck. And I remember that, and she she punched me. And I just stood there. like Like, I stood there like she never even punched me. I didn't cry. I didn't do anything. I just stood there. And she's like, what are you gonna do? Blah, blah, blah. She she punched me again. And that that moment, I kind of felt it. The second it, yeah. Um, I started tearing up. And she punched me one last time. I can see in my friend's Jill face that she knew she fucked up. And... She kind of started getting worried. Um, She grabbed the girl that was hitting me and she said, Chrissy, run to my house, run. I'm sorry, run. And I ran, I don't even know how fast, but I locked myself in her bathroom. Um, They're all knocking on the door, like come out. And I'm like, "Uh, no, Um, I don't know how maybe I just took the house phone with me and I called my grandmom. I I, I forget. But, um... The, the girl that punched me, she was on the other side saying she's sorry. Like, come on out. I'm like, uh, no, girl. I'm not fucking stupid. And my friend Jill, I think somebody came home, like, her parents or her brother, and she's like, Christy, please come on out. And I came out. And, um... Actually, I think I grabbed the phone then, and I called my grandmom and told her to come and get me. My grandmom came and got me. Um, and I looked in the mirror, and my eye was actually sealing shut. And it was like a yellowish-green color. It was bad. My grandmom's like yelling at me. And if you guys rewind to my mom's life about my mom trying to defend herself my grandma would tell her she cannot leave the house until she fucks those girls up or she, she cannot come back into the house until she fucks them up and um my grandma was yelling at me and she's like we're going back there and you're fighting that girl you, you can't blah, blah 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 and i'm like i'm pleading to her like please no 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 please just leave it go like i just no 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 So, um, years later, I would see this girl at the carnivals. I would see her there because we're from the same town and she would never really say anything. Um, one time, I think she even said hi years later. Um, I don't know what happened or what it was about. We just, it's just whatever. I never, I know she didn't come from the greatest family and I know it. It just was whatever. Um, but, yeah. I Like I said, like I grew up defending for myself. And I, I just had to learn. And um, I learned about bullying and all that kind of stuff. And I realized I was a victim of being a bully. A bullying. And that's exactly what that girl did to me. I was probably 13 probably about 13, 13, 14, 13. Um, <clears throat> I did, I would see the girl Jill here and there, but we, I don't think we became friends again. Like after that, like we just talk and say, Hey, how are you? Blah, blah, blah But it just wasn't anything like that. Um, yeah. Funny story, huh? Hey, hey so this one will be about the clubs um, a lot of you are probably um, trying to figure out where did I work what did I do um, so I did bachelor parties first then I did the adult films and then I worked at the clubs um, my very very first club was a club in Philadelphia and it was franchised with another club in New Jersey. That actually just became my home. Um, So the Philadelphia one, when I was signing up, um, I was in these magazines um, from the adult films that they would get delivered all the time and they knew I did adult filming. Um, So it just kind of worked out and just, people just knew who I was, but I did not use my adult name my real name, I just used just some fake name and that was always my my dancer name. Um, it was a bikini attire, so that means clothes on. However, we, we felt and I worked there for on and off probably like four, five years. Um, uh, I eventually, I, I met some great people from there. I brought, well, one of my friends brought me there Um, I brought one of my other girlfriends there I just didn't think any it it just wasn't bad at all and the money oh my god the money was great it wasn't as great as the bachelor parties but this it just was great I remember I would have a shoebox full of dollar bills I even tried saving five dollar bills and um, I would make no less than four or five hundred bucks. But you gotta think that that's a night and that was great. Um when they had parties and stuff, um I would make over a thousand dollars a night. Um it just it was good. We would have um rappers and stuff like that um come in and just stuff like that. So when I left there, I went to um, another club, and it was their franchise club that was with New Jersey, and I went there, and it wasn't the same atmosphere. It was just very, very tiny. It was very small, and but it just felt more homely, and I met one of the most amazing people. Truthfully, um, after they. They lost their liquor license and it became topless or naked, whatever you wanted to do. And that just wasn't for me. So at that time I left there and I went to another club that was down the street from them and it was also bikini attire. So a lot of us that worked at that club, we went to this club. This club was ran by Russians, Russian females, um, and, and Brazilian. And it just we just had to make the best of it I guess Um, it's when I kind of went downhill a little bit and then um, I got out of there and I only worked there for probably two years maybe three Um, my other club opened back up that was down the street. Um, they got their liquor license back and I went over there. Um, I also tried another club out that was just brand new, but they were Tablas. And this, just the name Penthouse, was just huge. And I, I wanted to work there. Well, my ex. He was a security guard there and he got fired. So I wanted to know what was going on pretty much. So when I worked there, um, I, I found out the truth and stuff like that. And I was only there five or six months. And then I left and went back to my New Jersey one, my original one. Um, so my original one, it just, the money wasn't great. And I was just trying to figure this out and all the girls were like, you know, it's more, you just gotta find that guy and play that game and whatever. So eventually I built my clientele up. Um, and I just, my, my workers and everything was just amazing. Um my bosses, just everything. So, me being on time and me being always there, they needed um, a house mom and a secretary. Well, I, I jumped into that position. I tried giving it to a couple girls, but... Um, so, I took that job. And I was that house mom and secretary. And... I looked up to, the, or the girls looked up to me, and I I always had my arms around these girls, and I looked at them as they were my children. Um, I looked after them, I, I picked them up, I dropped them off, and, and these girls I still talk to from this day. I love every single one, but it, it is something with my mental health that I did see, um, some things and i'm not just saying just from this one club but from clubs i've seen girls overdose nearly dying i've seen one girl get shot with the narcan three times before she came back i've seen drug dealers come in and you just watch them leave i would see the girls buy it. I would see them exchange it. I would see girls sell stuff. I would just, it just was a crazy thing just to watch. And my heart was crushed and, you know, I've cried a couple times and stuff like that. So let's, let's rewind to that club down the street and the club down the street had a house mom this is what I just don't get that house mom would bring in and I'm not even exaggerating condoms she would bring in um, um, lubricant she would bring in a lubricant like she's now don't get me wrong sex trafficking and all that stuff again this club had Brazilians and, and other mixed girls it just was high there and they were just kind of okaying it it was so weird to me um I'm not gonna say I, I, I wasn't I was a saint when I worked at that club but oh my god it, it just was a mess um They did get shut down for a little bit. They got raided. I was not there, but they did. Um, And then a couple of the girls came back to the original club where I felt home at. And then they opened back up and those girls would leave and go back over there. It just just was so weird. It was just so weird. I'm not gonna lie. I made money. I made okay money. I, I didn't make money like the one in Philadelphia or my bachelor party money, but I made okay money. Um, Eagle players would come there. Um, I'm not sure if they're still on the team or whatnot. I I don't keep up, but um, NFL players from the Eagles, they would come in there. They would let them in from the back and they would pick a girl or two. And yes, I gave one a lap dance. And that's as far as it went. A lap dance. And um, we would have certain rappers just come in and stuff like that. It just was weird. And like I said, I was with them for two to three years. I I got out of there and I went back down the street one. The homely one. And um, it just made 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 me learn and respect myself from seeing the view of being a house mom and secretary of watching these girls. Yes, I'm probably talk shit or I look down on them. But as I went on, I realized a lot. These girls did not come, they came from a worse situation than I ever came from. Um, and... You know how many girls I had living with me? Probably a handful. Um, one of the girls, um, she became one of my best friends. She was really bad on drugs. She had nowhere to go. Her mom kicked her out and she didn't want to stay. She was staying with a friend in Philadelphia, but she didn't want to stay there or she couldn't stay there. And she lives with me. And she only lived with me for a little bit. She got pregnant and she went about her life and became friends again and whatever. She she bettered her life. When I moved here to Georgia, I was still working and I gave her my job and I put in good words for her and she's there today. Clean and sober and she's doing wonderful. Um, but just like I said like these girls were like my, my children so when, when I seen some or when they did some or when they come back and tell me something happened or their boyfriend hit them or the boyfriend wouldn't allow them to do this or so, something like that I get into it and I get be concerned and uh, I love these girls and I, and I miss them I really really miss them Have I ever gotten fights with girls? (sighs) Nothing physical, but yes. A lot of verbal. Girls didn't want no sauce anyway. Um, I had told girls to meet me in the parking lot or down the street. I've gotten in their faces. They've gotten in my face. Nothing ever happened. I promise you. Um, Now, girls fighting other girls? Oh, yes. I've seen it all. I've heard it all. Um Yes, I've I've seen it. It just It's an overall experience and it's an overall like you have to have tough skin to actually be there to see and hear um things in over general. Um my, my boss at my homely club that I was a secretary and house mom at um, I had a few bosses but a couple of my the two main bosses they I absolutely adored them they respected me they loved me and <sighs> it was just something different like my one boss um, he he liked what I did as a secretary where he fought he had me come to this new other club um i never danced that but i was a secretary there there was already a house mom but i was secretary there had me come there and um i seen some things there too and it just was different than the other clubs that i was was at and um it just was different. It, it just was different. But nothing like the club down the street with the Brazilians. Oh, my goodness. It, I, I probably guys could tell you guys a little bit more about that kind of stuff. But goodness gracious. If you guys have any questions or whatnot, shoot me a message. Have a great day.